This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Astros! Here we go! Chance to be the best era of Astros baseball of all time. How sweet it is. Astros. The Astros playing in October. Rays. This is playoff baseball. Let's take it back. Let's take it back, boys. The ALDS. Deep left field. Let's go. Let's go. And now, Astro Launch. The official pregame show of Houston Astros playoff baseball. Brought to you by Houston Methodist, Leading Medicine, by Gallery Furniture, by Daniels Jewelers, and by Waste Management. Three, two, one. Here they come. Lift off. Now to the Astros broadcast booth. Astros! Here's Robert Ford and Steve Sparks. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros take on the Tampa Bay Rays in Game 1 of the American League Division Series. Astros getting here after winning the American League West, setting a franchise record with 107 wins. Tampa Bay Rays, one of the wild card teams, and they won the wild card game against the A's a couple of days ago as the Tampa Bay Rays coming into today's ball game is uh, one of the best teams in baseball. They finished with a record of 96 and 66 on the year in the playoffs for the first time since 2013. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist leading medicine and the Astros no surprise going with Justin Verlander in game one and of course this is an experience Verlander is very familiar with. This is going to be his ninth game one start in his postseason career yeah and that's the that's the type of pitcher that you want to give the ball to in a big game situation now you got to protect your home field at Minute Maid Park and uh, with Verlander and Cole going in game one and game two you feel very good about the matchup going in a glass now is for real this uh, this pitcher for the Tampa Bay Rays total opposite end of the spectrum as far as experience goes in the postseason uh, Verlander making his 21st start as a, as a major leaguer in the postseason and this is glass now's first but Verlander controls uh, what's going on out there. He executes executes his pitches very well, throws to spots, and can expose a lot of weaknesses in this Tampa roster. Meanwhile, Tyler Glass, now right-hander, as you mentioned, making his first career postseason start for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. And he was great to begin the year and then wound up missing four months with a a forearm strain and uh, has only made four regular season starts since returning from that injury. So not really sure how long, maybe not what they're going to get, but they're not sure how long Glass now is going to be able to go today. Yeah, I'm not even sure if they're really sure on what they're going to get either. You never really know that first time that a player goes out there in the postseason and knows that all eyes are on him this is the national game and people are tuning in and uh, it means a lot more to everybody involved so glass now has a lot on his shoulders now his manager kevin cash did say that six six innings is reasonable when he's thinking about glass now if he remains economical he hasn't done that quite as well as uh, they would like hey man he throws super hard for the astros hitters uh, more than anything because he throws about 70 percent fastballs you got to be on time for that pitch that's not easy Uh, But the Astros are a pretty good fastball hitting team. 
Today's Keys to the Game brought to you by your Houston area Lexus dealers. Well, A.J. Hinch saying yesterday that uh, Kevin Cash, manager of the Tampa Bay Rays, one of the more unpredictable, maybe the most unpredictable manager that he manages against. And I think it's going to be interesting to watch how the Rays deploy their roster and the things they do in this series because it's definitely a team that uh, is the sum is greater than its parts and kind of have to do things a little differently uh, than a lot of other teams in, in order to have success because that's, that's how they've been winning all season. Well, you can't really get ahead of it. You almost have to just react and kind of plan your roster around some of that. And I think a lot of the uniqueness uh, with this Tampa team is how versatile their bullpen is and how many uh, bullpen relievers that they'll use during the course of any one game. They could see, you know, potential eight relievers coming out of the bullpen today. It just depends on what kind of matchups they like to use. So that's what presents the biggest challenge. I do know that this uh, Rays team, uh, feel like probably underdogs, so I think they'll be very aggressive on the base pass. We saw that during the regular season against the Astros. Uh, they tried to steal uh, eight bases against them, and a lot of them came against Verlander and Cole when they feel like there might be a little mismatch in those games. So a little small ball, a uh, little aggression for this Rays team, and they've got a chip on their shoulder. They certainly do, and it's a Rays team that uh – the Astros went three and four against during the, the regular season. And you look at the, the four wins for the Rays against the Astros during the regular season. All of them were by two runs or fewer. And that, that's how the Rays have to win ball games, not just against the Astros, but really against most teams. Yeah, and when you think about it, when you think about a Verlander or Cole, now you'll pop them, you'll get a home run every once in a while, but uh, getting three hits in an inning is unreasonable. Yeah. So you have to take advantage of 90 feet whenever you can and try to steal a base or hit and run, do some little things. Because two hits is probably about max in, in any one inning you're going to get against a, a, a player or a pitcher of that caliber of a Verlander or Cole or Grinky for that matter. So uh, I would I expect a, a lot of base running uh, aggression by this race team during the course of this entire series. Coming up next, we'll hear from A.J. Hinch on the Manager Show presented by Waste Management. And a little later, we'll learn a little bit more about the Tampa Bay race from Mark Topkin, longtime Rays beat writer for the Tampa Bay Times. But now this from your local station. Here at Minute Maid Park. Head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbach beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Welcome back to Astro Launch before game one of the American League Division Series. Got A.J. Hinch and I in the dugout a couple hours before the ball game. And you look out at Minute Maid Park, and A.J., there's a lot of good memories here. The last <laughs> five years, you've played a lot of games here. What do you take uh, from Minute Maid Park in the crowd? It's going to be rocking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's this is a, one of the best places to play as a, as a home team member during the playoffs and the and the memories that come with it the the home field advantage is real the, the fans have always shown up they've been rowdy they've been so positive a lot to cheer for here um, and just a just an overall upbeat environment ready to play you didn't know who your opponent was going to be until a couple of days ago and you've said in your press conference that this Rays team is unique. What do you mean by unique? They're just, they're very well balanced. You know, they've done a great job of building this organization and maximizing their roster. They know their strengths. They they have righties, they have lefties. They, um, they're they willing to do anything to maximize their competitive advantage. And so they're very platoon friendly. Yeah. Um, their bullpen is, is probably the best in baseball or near the best in baseball with the versatility that they have. 
Uh, they're just a tough team to match up with. They usually win the matchups from the beginning, and then you got to go out and outplay them. Their pitcher, Tyler Glass, now one of the harder throwers in baseball, and he'll probably touch triple digits with the mm -hmm. adrenaline in this game. What do you have to do as a hitter? You just got to be on time for the fastball got, more than yeah, you got. He throws about 75, 80% fastballs. He's very bullish with it. And I think if you had his fastball, you'd throw it too. I mean, it's <laughs> really, really good. And, and you got to get to the fastball and not miss it. You're going to get multiple opportunities to, you know, to, to, to get pitches to hit. But, um, you know, he's going to come attack you and come right after you. So um, I like the matchup. We've only faced him once. We don't have a ton of experience with him. But... Um, there's not a lot of trickery that comes with him, which is rare in today's game. Yeah. You see a lot of secondary pitches. This dude's going to come with some, some, some gas. You and the, the front office, and I'm sure your coaching staff, had to get together and make some tough decisions for your roster. What were some of the tougher ones for you? You know, just the pitching, you know, trying to decide if we were going to carry 11 pitchers or 12. We have a couple of guys who've, who've been on the rosters before the playoff postseason. You have Brad Peacock coming off an injury. You only had three outings. You have Chris Davinsky pitching the World Series for us. Both left off the roster. Brian Abreu made a, a great case for himself by punching out everybody in September. Um, it just, you know, those are tough calls when all of them deserve to be on a playoff roster at some level. Um, but we, we, you know, we were going to go with 11. And, and to go with 11 means we got to keep a Jake Marisnik and Miles Straw and a Kyle Tucker off the bench um, in case we need him in wins. You've mentioned Kyle Tucker a couple of times. And one of the words you keep using is bold. And you like how bold he's been on the base paths. Yeah, on the base paths and in the box. He's going to swing, yeah. and he's going to he's going to try to take in advance to the next base. So um, I love the fact that 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 he's come up here and he's found his niche with us, where his pace of play is good, his style of play is good. He's 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 not afraid to swing the bat. He's not afraid to try to take the extra base. He just looks a ton more comfortable being on this team as opposed to the first time he got a taste of the big league. So that earned him a spot on this roster. He's going to come up big off the bench today. Uh, may get a start some point some point during the during the the, the ALDS, but um, a job earned is, is one of those you feel good about. One of the things that Verlander said yesterday, I think your team does really well. Is he said we we embrace the nerves. You know, we try to channel it in the right direction. Do you see that? I do because I think our guys that have been here know that that's a good thing. You know, I don't I don't yeah. need to go around and tell guys how important the game is. I don't have to go <laughs> around and try to get them all excited or vice versa, get them to settle down. Uh, enjoy this moment. Enjoy these nerves. Enjoy this excitement. Enjoy the pitch-by-pitch -pitch anxiety that comes with it. The more you embrace it, the better you'll perform. If there's a first-time playoff guy, they've got plenty of guys to talk about in the clubhouse, don't they? Yeah, I mean, Alvarez is the big name that's yeah. in the middle of our order. It's his first time doing this. But you look to your right, and you you, you know, you got a World Series MVP in George Springer. You look to your left, and you got, you know, Yuli, who came up big in, in, in postseason play, or Bregman, who's yeah. who's clutched just about any given time. There's... There's no shortage of resources for guys to figure out how to play. All right, AJ, as always, good luck today. Thanks, Sparky. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. Cheer on the Astros on the road at the official watch party of the postseason at Minute Maid Park. Two hours before each road game, head down to the Street Fest on Crawford Street for live music, food trucks, games, and more. Then watch the game on screens inside or outside of the ballpark with the best fans in baseball. Free to attend all postseason long. Visit Astros.com slash watch party for more information and to claim your free voucher. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Mark Topkin, Tampa Bay Rays beat writer for the Tampa Bay Times. You've been covering the team since day one, even before they actually had a team. So you've 
been here for all the, the different postseason runs, but obviously first time since 2013 that the, the Rays have been in the postseason and uh, won the wild card game over the, the, the Oakland A's. And you look at that wild card game and, and kind of the maneuverings and the platooning and uh, quick switches, obviously the postseason has something to do with that, but that's kind of what the Rays have been doing all year, right? Yeah, I mean, that's one thing, Robert, I would say that, that won't be different for the Rays is that sometimes teams that are very set during the season do things differently in the postseason as far as quick hooks for pitchers, platoons, not starting guys who always start. The Rays do that all the time. I mean, they, yeah. if it's something weird to do, they do it. I mean, when the Rays were in Oakland last week, somebody reminded Kevin Cash, hey, you, your first road trip was to San Francisco, and you played Adam Kalarik, your reliever at first base. And he goes, yeah, yeah, and you know, they played Sergio Romo at third last year. So. Right. They'll do all kinds of different things. So it's not weird. It's not unusual to see guys get taken out of the lineup early. Matt Duffy got pinch hit for early in the game the other night. Uh, they've got guys in the bullpen. Brendan McKay has had one relief appearance like ever. That was the other day in Toronto. He'll be in the bullpen for this series. So they'll do weird things. They'll do different things. It's very much been playoff-style baseball in that regard for them all along. And you mentioned Brendan McKay leads into my next question. When you look at the, the postseason roster, and obviously the roster is different for the wild card, but uh, any any particular surprises to you in terms of who's on and who's not on? Uh, a couple things. One was uh, Eric Sogard, who hasn't uh, played for a couple weeks now right. and convinced them in a big workout here yesterday that he was ready to go. So he's on as a lefty uh, pinch hitter, infielder, could also play the outfield. There's three right-handed hitting infielders who are on the roster for the wildcard game that are all off, which speaks, I think, to the Astros pitching staff and how right-handed they are in the bullpen. But no Jesus Aguiar, no Daniel Robertson, uh, no Mike Brasso. Those guys are off. That was a little bit of a surprise. But I, probably Brendan McKay, uh, just because, like I said, he pitched in relief one time in Toronto this past weekend. He's never done it since his freshman year at Louisville. And to think he'd come in in this game you know, today, let's say, and face one of those Astros tough lefties in a high leverage situation late in the game. That seems a little, asking a lot maybe, but these are the Rays. I mean, they started Johnny Diaz the other day. He hadn't played in two months and he had two home runs, so. Yeah, you, you know, talking about McKay, drafted as a, a two-way guy, one of the top players in the country you mentioned out of Louisville. Uh, does it seem like they've kind of tapered off the, the hitting part at this point? It seems like the pitching is ahead of that. Yeah, I mean, they needed him to get to the big leagues this year as a pitcher when they had all the injuries, when they had Snell, Glass now, and Chirinos all hurt. So because they needed him as a pitcher, I think it was really almost like body preservation of even though you know they'd already had a routine for him in the minors, he would DH three days. He was on a six-day schedule as a pitcher, DH three days in the middle. They took that away because they didn't want to risk him getting hurt. He hit, pulled an oblique last year swinging, and it cost him a month or so. Uh, but, you know, then again, Cash said he wouldn't be used as a pinch runner. He pinch ran at one point during the season. Uh, even this, he's on the roster as a reliever, but I, I don't think Kevin Cash was joking when he said Brendan McHale probably have a bat and a tee out in the bullpen out there to stay loose in case they yeah. need him to hit. When you, I mean, obviously you look at this series, and this is a very good race team, I think a team that a lot of people don't know about. What do you think is going to be the, the big key for them in this series against an Astros team that obviously comes in with a lot of expectations? It's probably going to be the Rays starting pitching. I know that probably sounds odd because everyone would say the Astros starting pitching, but I think that's kind of a known quantity. The Rays know that Verlander and Cole and Grinke are going to be really, really tough, and runs are going to be at a premium. So now, to me, it shifts it back to how good can the Rays starting pitching do in keeping the Astros lineup down. If they can hold the Astros to a couple runs, I think the Rays feel pretty confident that they can you know, pop a ball over a wall here, put a ball in a gap, score a couple runs themselves. But if the Astros run off five, six runs early in the game against Glasnow today or Snell tomorrow, I think the odds of the Rays mounting a big comeback are much, much less. If they win, they're going to win a close game. 
Mark Topkin, longtime Rays beat writer for the Tampa Bay Times. Thanks so much for joining us. Anytime. Always appreciate it. Every pitch. The first pitch of the division series. Every inning. And we go to the ninth inning. What a night. Of every game. Clubs this one into right field. Going back, looking up. See you later. October baseball. It never gets old. Exclusively on the Houston Astros Radio Network.